Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be making some hot takes. You know, I love making these videos. I love seeing the opinions from everyone, whether they agree with me, disagree with me, or in the middle. It all is nice to see because I love discussion around this sport, especially around takes or topics or opinions that may not be the most favorable. So, Let's get to another video. Of course, if you want one of your hot takes to be in my next video or the video after that, comment it down below. I'll be sure to read it. And if I like it, like I said, it will be covered in my next video or the one after that. We'll see what happens. But for this video, we shall start it right now with the first hot take. And that is Colby Covington is the most overrated fighter in MMA. There, I said it. Honestly, I thought about this quite a bit. I went through all of the fighters in the UFC, not in MMA. I really can't say that. I say this hot take deserves to be about someone in the UFC because that's the promotion that gets the most hype. So I think that makes the most sense. Who's getting the most hype in the UFC that I don't think deserves it? They're overrated. And like I said, I thought about this for each division, but I think I'm going to have to agree with this hot take. I think Colby Covington is the most overrated fighter right now in the UFC, not uh, not in the entirety of MMA, but in the UFC right now, I got to say it's him because I think what constitutes for an overrated fighter right now are fighters who are holding their spots in their division. And you know what I'm talking about. The fighters who don't want to fight anyone besides fighters who are ranked near to them. Fights that are favorable for them. Not against up-and-comers. And in Colby's case, not fighting anyone at all. The last time he fought was last year against Jorge Masvidal. Before that, he had losses to Kamaru. And... Man, what, what was his record? He beat Rafael Dos Anjos. I swear there was a fight in there. Robbie Lawler. The guy hardly ever fights. And for some reason, he's still ranked number two, number three, or the number one contender. I don't know what it is right now. I think it's number two now that Kamaru is number one contender. Leon's the champion. So I think Colby is still a top five guy. And it makes me question why, because... The guy's not fighting anybody and it sucks i wish colby was fighting more because i think the guy is very skilled he is one of the strongest wrestlers in the welterweight division and he's very tough we saw it in his fights against kamaru usman he could really take hits and return some as well so i thought this guy had the potential to become the champion one day but because of his inactivity I feel like he wasted so much of his prime. I think the window of him capturing the belt has officially closed, especially now that we have up-and-comers like Hamza Chimaev, Bilal Muhammad, um, who else is there? Gilbert Burns, and all these guys are asking to fight Colby, and Colby's not saying anything. Nowadays, we know Colby more for his ads on his Instagram instead of his actual fighting, which is not a good thing i said this before trash talk especially the way colby does it 
is only effective when you're winning fights in the cage. When you're not, it's very rare that you can continue with that trash talk and still have a following, still have a fan base. So when Colby was winning, even if it wasn't against the top of the top of fighters, the trash talk still made sense. But right now, because he's not, it just, it doesn't hit the same anymore. What Colby was doing was special because he was backing it up with his fighting, but now it just isn't entertaining. It's just a constant, when are you gonna fight? Who are you gonna fight? And there have been talks that, I guess he's going to fight Bilal Muhammad, maybe. That's a tough fight for him, but even then, the clear fight should have been one with him and Hamza Chimaev, but I had the feeling he wasn't going to take that fight. He wasn't going to even talk about Hamzat because that's a tough fight for him. He's very strategic in picking his fights. Like a lot of people in the rankings trying to hold their spot, try to do such as Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. The only reason I don't think they're overrated compared to Colby is that at least these guys are fighting. But when it comes to Colby, man, this guy, He's not fighting anyone and for him to still be a top five guy, I definitely think he's overrated as of right now. But like I said, I did consider other people. I think on my short list was Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler. I saw, I think the other day, Dustin Poirier is still in the pound for pound rankings. How? I don't get it. You know, like doesn't make sense to me. So I think that's overrated in a sense, but at least he's fighting. Michael Chandler, overrated as well, but still is fighting, so he's backing it up to some degree. I just put them in that overrated spot because they're ranked high, even though they're not fighting the guys below them, the up-and-comers, because the truth is those are tough fights for them, and they're fights that don't really benefit them that well. If they beat them, it's like, okay, whatever, but if they lose to them, they're gonna go down so it's a scary fight but we gotta stop having these fighters taking up the rankings and waiting for the appropriate matchup for them it's getting stale it's ruining divisions and colby is doing it the worst right now at the welterweight division i wish he could have just taken a fight against hamzat man you know i think people would have just respected him for taking that fight even if he loses but because he wants to stay at where he's at, he's not going to take that fight. And that's why he's fighting Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad is still a very tough opponent, but compared to Hamzat, I just think Colby sees that as an easier fight compared to Hamzat. So the guy is very strategic in who he picks as an opponent, but personally, I see it. I feel like a lot of other people see it as well. And because of it, he's in this position where he's the most overrated fighter in the UFC right now. So I disagree with the part of in all of MMA. I can't really say that. Maybe in all of MMA for the sake of like what I said, the UFC is the most popular MMA league, MMA promotion. But yeah, Colby, man, please just fight. Fight someone, get some wins, man. And then maybe the hype will come back. But right now, it's been a while, especially when we consider that his most recent wins have been against Jorge Masvidal, Robbie Lawler, 
it's like those are your most recent wins like robbie is past his prime at this point jorge i could say the same i get that he, his two losses before that were against kamaru usman one of the greatest fighters of all time but i just feel like even that matchup for colby was such a favorable one for him because jorge wasn't a strong wrestler so colby looks into those things is his opponent a strong wrestler is a is his opponent a big name and if the answer to the strong wrestler is no he's not good with the wrestling and for popularity yes if he is popular that's the perfect matchup for colby covington and that's the case for a lot of fighters they pick who's stylistically favorable for them and who makes them the most money who gets the most eyes on them that's what colby does that's what a lot of other fighters do i'm not saying that colby or these other fighters are bad fighters by any means but i do think they're holding up divisions and they're slowly or quickly becoming more overrated as time passes by so that's my take on that let's move on to the next take cheeto vera gonna be champion at bantamweight by the end of 2023 honestly it's hard to say uh, I'm not even trying to say that I don't think Cheeto will become a UFC champion. I think it's very possible, but uh, I just feel like based on the landscape of the bantamweight division, Aljamain seemingly going to be out for quite a long time. Uh, an interim championship between Henry Cejudo and Sugar Sean O'Malley is in the works. It just feels like there's a lot going on at the top. We also have Marab Devalishvili versus Piotr Jan, which is another possible number one contender fight, mostly for Marab. I know Cheeto is going to be fighting Corey Sandhagen. Uh, that's also a possible number one contender fight for both guys. So honestly, it really depends on not only Cheeto winning his next fight, but how he does it. If he looks really impressive, I think he leapfrogs everyone to a shot at the title or even if what's his name if uh sean o'malley if he becomes the champion marlin's chances of fighting for the belt at that point go up big time because everyone wants that wants to see that rematch between the two of them so i think there's a lot of possibilities for him to fight for the title before the end of 2023 and win it but i think because of the landscape and how busy it is at the top right now we're going to there's a better chance of cheeto becoming the champion in 2024 maybe early 2024 um like i said it really does depend on how he looks in his next fight against Corey sandy hagan if he does really good and let's say sean o'malley does become the champion or even an interim champion there's a good chance that Cheeto will be up there as well in talks for a title fight and then could possibly beat Sean again. Uh, his chances against Aljamain Sterling, I do like them because I think he has the edge on the feet. But if he gets taken down, I don't think it's going to be favorable for him. But I think that for any bantamweight who goes up against Aljamain Sterling, because Aljo's ground game is solid. So it's a tough division. I can't guarantee that Cheeto will become the champion of this division. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't even think he's looked that impressive 
in his past few wins like i like the the rob font win that was good uh i'm just checking the other wins right now damn such a casual i am um but yeah like i didn't like the dominic cruz win that was the last win of his got the knockout and got the knockout but before that it was a competitive fight so it was just like you know i get dominic cruz is still a very good fighter but i thought cheeto should have made a bigger statement in that fight impressive win against rob font in my opinion the frankie edgar ko win beautiful finish but similar to the dominic cruz fight it was like it was a competitive fight before cheeto actually got that finish some were saying frankie was winning that fight so it's just like i don't know man like i i i like cheeto i just feel like he hasn't done enough yet to prove that this guy is going to become the champion of the world i could see it happening but based on his performances so far climbing up the rankings i just i think he needs to do more and i think that's why his next fight against Corey sandagan he really needs to make a statement in order to show people why this guy not only deserves to fight for the title but he will become a champion but uh in regards to the hot take i don't think cheeto will be the champion by the end of 2023 but i could see it early 2024. hot take former fighters would make horrible judges i had to think about this one because honestly uh i, th I the solution for so long has been you know the judges suck it would be nice if we put former fighters in the judges spots because they actually know fighting and i i agree with that but I also feel like there would be quite a bit of bias, not only in terms of the fighter, how the fighter sees fights, but also in terms of their connections to the fight world. So in terms of how they see fights, let's say we have a striker judging a fight and most of the time the, the, in the fight, the opponent is wrestling. Maybe they're going to see it differently and be like, oh, all he did was lay on top of his opponent. I don't really score that big. But when they were on the feet, his opponent did connect with some nice shots. So I'll score it more towards that. That's like the type of bias I'm I'm thinking of that could happen just based on fighters fighting a certain way or a certain style. And it could go the same way for if a grappler or if a wrestler judges a fight they could value that more compared to striking and vice versa all this and that that's one bias another bias is that these mma fighters seem to know each other quite a bit whether it's directly or two degrees three degrees from each other oh you trained with my former coach oh i like this guy I like that guy i feel like that bias is gonna be huge if we put fighters as mma judges so because of that i feel like yes they would have a lot of knowledge in terms of fighting compared to i feel like the current judges that judge the fights right now but i don't i i kind of agree with this take it, they wouldn't be horrible judges but it wouldn't be the best solution to the mma judging issue that we're having right now personally i feel like the best solution would be having people who are big MMA fans 
who don't train with other fighters who don't know other fighters and um yeah like that's i think that's the best solution to be honest but that's going to be hard to find i feel like um even then there's going to be some biases but at least they have a better grasp of the sport compared to the current judges and then they're not as biased compared to fighters who have actually been in the cage and probably know the fighters that they're judging so that's my solution maybe it's not the best solution maybe there's even a better one but that's how i see it i don't think having former fighters would make horrible judges but maybe not the best solution because of the biases i got a hot take gsp would beat hamza i think he's the goat he outstruck strikers and out wrestled wrestlers consistently as a GSP fan, I feel like I'm biased to this one, but I agree. I think GSP would beat Hamza Chemaev because like what this person was saying, GSP, GSP was just an all around force. He was good everywhere the fight went. If it stayed standing, he could outstrike his opponent. If it went to the ground, he could out wrestle, out grapple his opponent and he could do it whether it was against a strong wrestler like if he was going to wrestle a strong wrestler he could beat them if he was going to strike with a strong striker he could beat them and that's what makes george st pierre amazing so if he was to fight hamza yes the size advantage for hamza would be huge for him but gsp has fought bigger fighters before i think would he necessarily try to bring hamza down and out wrestle him no but i do think if the fight was on the feet he would outclass him there and if hamza was to try to bring him down george would do a good job in defending his takedown so i do agree with this take i do think gsp would beat hamza and i think that for a lot of fighters of today um but once again i'm biased in this one i love george st pierre he's my favorite fighter of all time so i'm gonna say this for a lot of fighters back in the day of today in the future if they were to match up with the prime george st pierre i don't think they'd be able to beat him last hot take i have a hot take for you this is a long one so he he made a tldr at the end who actually cares what fighters make um i disagree with this i think it's important to care about what these fighters make especially if you follow the sport sport and you support their well-being um this person is saying uh i don't get uh how much i don't care about how much professional athletes make whether it's mma nba nfl and uh i get that but when, when we're specifically talking about mma i just think that this sport these fighters give so much man <laughs> like for them to not only go out there and fight another human being but do it in front of millions of people is is crazy i think anyone who enters this sport has a mindset unlike any other because i would never be able to do something like that i think it's wild and there ha there's there's a certain trait that these people have that a lot of us don't so when i see not only they have to do this in front of many people, but also 
take a lot of damage in the process of it, gave a lot of damage as well. It makes me sick to see that some of them are barely making $20,000, $30,000. I said this in another video, I think the minimum a UFC fighter should make is $50,000. And some people disagreed, but a lot of people also agreed. And I think it's important to care about what these fighters make because they're entertaining us. In the end of the day, we continue to watch them and they provide something to our lives that is hard to get, in my opinion. To see the best fighters in the world go up against each other is a very special thing to see. And I say that with not just MMA, but with any other sport. And I feel like because we know how much these athletes make in other sports like in the nba they make millions of dollars even the lowest level of basketball players make hundreds of thousand dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars a year of course it's going to be easy to start comparing how much those guys make compared to how much an mma fighter makes and when you consider the degree of danger that these fighters go through not only short term but long term i can't help not to not i can't help but not to think about how much they're making and how much i actually care that they're making so little fighters deserve to get paid a lot for the sake of covering themselves not only now but for the future and when i see fighters like Stefan Bonner or legends who aren't really doing much anymore or aren't well off. It makes me sad because these guys get forgotten. They don't have much money and all they really have to show for themselves is that they fought for the UFC. They were an MMA fighter, but what does legacy have to do with well-being and life in general money is important and i just i disagree with this take because i care about these fighters well-beings even after it's all said and done for them they deserve to be well off when when they spent years entertaining us and that's what other sports do well in NBA players, NFL players. I only, I always only, whenever I say other sports, I only pick N NBA, NFL, MLB. Um, these guys, when they're done, they don't have to worry about working afterwards. But I feel like there are fighters after they're done fighting, they have to worry about what am I going to do next? How am I going to make money? This and that. And that's why I'm so passionate about how much fighters make and i think it has to change so i gotta disagree with this take but what do you think what are your thoughts on these hot takes if you have some leave them in the comments down below but that's all for now so i'll see you in my next one Bye bye